Welcome to Go Play in the Dirt, a health and wellness podcast where we discuss the importance of biodiversity and its impact on our gut, also known as the microbiome, overall health, soil, and community. I'm your host, Lauren Bryson. Let's go play. Hi, friends. Welcome to the Go Play in the Dirt podcast, a place where we discuss the importance of biodiversity and its impact on our gut, overall health, soil, and community. I'm your host, Lauren Bryson. I am board certified in holistic nutrition, a health coach, kids cooking instructor, and entrepreneur. My main focus is on gut health, which is foundational to your overall health. You are not what you eat. You are what you digest. On Go Play in the Dirt, we will chat about a number of topics, such as microbiome health, the gut-brain connection, how to grow your own food, and more wellness practices. Episodes will include interviews with doctors, healers, visionaries, rebels, and more. There will also be solo casts where I will share my story of the role biodiversity plays in my life and how you can learn to cultivate a healthy and diverse microbiome, mind, and community. My theory is biodiversity of soil can grow nourishing food, which supports a healthier gut, which leads to healthier people, which creates a healthier community. I am so excited to be here with you. And to be perfectly honest, I'm also a little nervous. This is a deeply personal episode where I share my healing journey in a way I never have before. My story is full of highs and lows. And spoiler alert, a major comeback. I am here with myself, just me, and my thoughts, and all of you. It's not easy being vulnerable, especially around such a deeply personal topic, but I would not be doing this work. I would not be here with you if I did not go through this. Let's rock. The greatest gift you can give somebody is your story. So here's mine. I have a chronic illness. I started struggling with gut-related symptoms In middle school, I think I was around 10 or 11 years old. I grew up eating your typical 90s kid diet of home-cooked meals, but also processed foods that were considered normal for everyone to be eating at the time. I'm also a highly sensitive person, and I felt everything all the time. I also internalized a lot of things. I struggled with a constant upset stomach, fatigue, gas and bloating for years. I would only go to the bathroom once a week. And I did not know that this was not normal. So this was my normal for, gosh, probably 10 years. This slowly progressed through high school and in college, more symptoms started popping up. Insomnia, brain fog, skin rashes, eczema, these really deep, deep ridges in my nails, hair loss, dark circles under my eyes, intense fatigue. I couldn't walk up the stairs without becoming winded and eventually severe nutritional deficiencies. My gut was so imbalanced, I was not absorbing any of the nutrients when I was eating. This led to severe iron deficiency anemia. At the time, I was about 21 years old. I was seeing a GP who did not listen to me when I discussed my symptoms. She would dismiss me. She would quite frankly tell me I was being dramatic. And it was awful, for lack of better words. She 
just would tell me to continue to take more iron supplements, which clearly wasn't the answer. And from there, I was shuffled around the Western medical system from doctor to doctor, specialist to specialist. None of the specialists spoke to each other. Of course, I was misdiagnosed. I was overprescribed. I was told nothing was wrong with me. While my symptoms continued to get more and more severe, there was a year, I think around 25, 26, I lost about 30 pounds in less than a year. And no one had any answers for me. Every time I would eat food, I would have severe stomach pain, severe bloating, which then led to anxiety around eating, just a fear of food because I wasn't sure how my body would react. And I was losing trust in my body's ability to function, which then turned to anxiety, just anxiety around food, anxiety around my health, anxiety around not finding out, quote unquote, what was wrong with me, anxiety around the medical system, anxiety around doctors. And then I was also trying to balance being a normal human being in her mid-20s, trying to have relationships and friendships and after graduating college, building my career. But I just knew deep down something was wrong with my physical body. And I wasn't getting any answers from any doctors who we have been kind of trained to believe know everything. So during these times, I couldn't help but feel completely alone. I had really wonderful support from my family and my friends, but I could not shake this core feeling that something was wrong with me. In all honesty, I thought I was dying. My late 20s are quite frankly a blur that I really don't have any solid memories of. The iron deficiency anemia got so severe, my blood work eventually came back critical, which finally got the attention of my doctor. My hemoglobin, which is a protein that carries oxygen to organs in your body and needs iron to function, got down to 5.1. The normal range is between 12 to 15. My body was suffocating. At this time, I realized I needed a new GP and fought tooth and nail to get into UCSF. I started seeing a hematologist there who decided to dive deeper and try to find out why I was so anemic. I look back on photos of myself during that time, and I look like a ghost of who I am today. Frail, pale, with massive dark circles under sad-looking eyes. I have a very distinct memory of sitting in my hematologist's office at UCSF. I trusted her. She was literally one of the first doctors who had listened and explored with me. And at the age of 26, I received the diagnosis of autoimmune gastritis, which is a chronic inflammatory disease in the stomach. She then told me that it is typical for people with this condition to later develop carcinoid tumors in their stomach. And I just remember my heart sinking. I didn't know how to process this information. I wasn't sure why she was telling me this. And then I started to think, wow, is this my future? I felt defeated and alone. I thought the diagnosis was the end of the world. But in reality, it was the beginning of everything. And my healing journey began from there. My hematologist decided to start me on intravenous iron which was necessary to boost my hemoglobin and save my life. The iron slowly did increase my hemoglobin back to a normal state, and I am forever grateful for that. 
Living with an autoimmune disease means doctor's appointments, hospital visits, bills upon bills upon bills. That Destiny's Child song comes to my mind. Frustration with the insurance companies, infusions, injections, and chronic pain, all while trying to live a normal life. Duality and paradox is something I have struggled with my entire life. With many autoimmune conditions, you don't look sick on the outside. And when I was going through this, I really didn't tell many people. I put on a brave face. I was not vulnerable. And there is a layer of isolation, fear, and loss of confidence with chronic illness. By the age of 30, I had experienced two colonoscopies, two endoscopies, one capsule endoscopy, 20 sessions of intravenous iron, two hip MRIs, three hip x-rays, one stomach MRI, one lumbar spine MRI, two foot x-rays, a few shots of cortisone in my hip, multiple trips to the ER, multiple stool tests, and hundreds, I mean, hundreds of doctor's appointments and blood draws. I had a gut feeling I needed to take my health into my own hands and started researching digestion and gut health and ways to support your body. I started changing my diet. Barely any of the doctors I had seen, including the gastroenterologist, barely spoke about what I was eating. So I started changing my diet. I started eating real nutrient-dense foods. And in my research in ways to support gut health, I discovered Ayurveda, which is a 3,000-year-old healing system that combines food, mindset, and spirituality. I started eating more cooked soups and stews and less cold smoothies and salads, less processed foods, I cooked most of my meals. I started experimenting with herbs and supplements. I started practicing mindfulness and meditation, yoga and Pilates, physical therapy, spending time in nature, asking for help, opening up, being vulnerable, talk therapy, acupuncture, chiropractic work, all the things. Biodiversity played a huge role in my healing journey. Biodiversity of food, movement, beneficial gut microbes, conversations, and experiences all helped me get to where I am today. The darkest period in my life led to my ultimate purpose, my dharma, of working in health and wellness. At the age of 31, I decided to quit my job at a nonprofit in San Francisco. I moved out of my apartment in San Francisco. I moved back to my mom's house. Shout out to mom and decided to go back to school for nutrition. I graduated from Bowman College with my nutrition consultant certification in July 2020 and have been hustling ever since. I started my own business, Lauren Emerson Wellness. Emerson is my middle name, where I work as a health coach one-on-one with clients to help them achieve their health goals. In December 2021, I became board certified in holistic nutrition with the National Association of Nutrition Professionals I also teach kids cooking classes with Kids Cooking for Life and am a nutrition educator at the Series Community Project. What I didn't realize was that the IVs of iron, while were saving my life, were also rusting me from the inside out. Ferritin is the measure of blood protein that contains iron floating around in the body, but it's 
also a marker of inflammation. So when I started out, my ferritin level was one, a solid one. And after the infusions, my ferritin level hovered around the 600 to 750 range for about five years. The normal range is between 12 to 150. I had no idea this was unsafe. And when I had blood work done, the doctors didn't really mention it. My right hip joint started hurting around the age of 30. I wouldn't be able to sit for longer than an hour without it starting to hurt. I noticed it would be sore after yoga and it eventually got so severe I couldn't sit without really intense pain for more than 20 minutes. I had to miss a family trip to Europe because I couldn't sit on the airplane for that long. And it got so severe. At 33, I had arthroscopic hip surgery in my right hip to remove a cyst, to remove bone spurs, and to sew up torn cartilage. These injuries are usually things that are seen in hockey players and baseball catchers, neither of which are me. So the doctors weren't sure why this was happening. My theory is that the damage to my hip joint was caused from the overload of iron, which increased my ferritin levels to be so high, it inflamed my joints. My friends always joke and ask me about how my rusty bones are feeling. My surgery date was March 7th, 2020, about two weeks before the global shutdown from the pandemic. Recovery from surgery was slow and painful and especially difficult given all of the doctor's offices and physical therapy offices were closed. So I basically had to recover on my own as best as I could. Recovery was slow and painful, but the surgery overall was successful. I wrote a blog with pictures that goes into more detail about my healing journey. The link is in the show notes below if you're interested in learning more. Autoimmune gastritis taught me a deep, deep sense of empathy, gratitude for the small wins, resilience, compassion for others. You never know what someone else is going through. It also taught me the incredible healing powers of biodiversity and the incredible healing powers of the human body. It taught me to listen to your body, to listen to your gut to not give away all your power to medical professionals. Currently, I manage my condition with diet and lifestyle practices. My hip still hurts. There are certain activities I will never be able to do. I deal with gut flare-ups occasionally. I still deal with eczema. I will be gluten and dairy-free for the rest of my life and will always have to be mindful of what I consume, both physically but also mentally and emotionally. But the bad days make you really, really appreciate the good ones. I always come back to a quote from the book, The Artist's Way by Julia Cameron that says, the trick is to metabolize pain as energy. Learn when hit by loss to ask the right question. What next instead of why me? I lost the ability to trust my physical body. Why me was a theme in my life for two decades, and I slowly regained it back. Now I ask, what next? I feel strong enough to share my story through the place of coming out of the other side. How did I get to the other side? Biodiversity. 
by focusing on my health from a holistic perspective, by eating real nutrient-dense food, by moving my body, by prioritizing rest. I slowly started building in healthy habits, which built up my confidence. Now I strive for balance, not perfection. I take care of myself, but I am also realistic about life. I have a chronic illness, but it no longer defines me. If you are experiencing health issues, know you are not alone. Things can get better. The body's ability to heal is incredible. So my friends, here are my cliff notes. Trust the process. Food is medicine. Education is power. Keep your sense of humor. The system. Let's heal together. Let's go play in the dirt. Thank you so much for tuning into the show today. If you enjoyed today's episode or have been getting value from this podcast, can you do me a quick favor? Head on over to iTunes and leave a rating and review. When you leave a rating and review, it tells iTunes to spread the word and tell more people about this podcast. And I am on a mission to get the word out. Make sure to subscribe to stay updated on new episodes, which drop weekly on Thursdays. Head on over to laurenemersonwellness.com where you can find all of the show notes and transcriptions. I cannot wait to connect with you in the next episode. But for now, go play in the dirt.